I'm Autumn. And I'm Bethany. And we are A to B Podcast, working on getting from point A to point B through simplicity, organization, and some fun. Hi, Autumn. Hi. In episode 21, we were talking about slumps. So how is it going? Are you in a slump still? It's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. I'm cautiously optimistic (laughs) that I am out of the slump. But when I listened back to the episode, I hope I didn't sound like I was whining too much. Like, woe is me, I'm in a slump. But then when you're in a slump, you do kind of whine. So I don't know. I guess that's kind of normal. I hope I wasn't too whiny. Uh, (laughs) Well, we were commiserating because we all know that everybody runs into a funk every now and then. Yes, commiserating. That's a better way to describe it. Thank you. I mean, it would be nice if we could just snap out of it automatically, but they happen. That's the thing, is that when you're in it, I think you don't really have perspective. And obviously, we're talking about like a little slump, like a plateau. Not like a big life change. Yeah, I guess I was thinking not like major depression, right? Because that's a real thing. And if you experience depression, that's very different than a slump. And I think sometimes we say like, oh, I have the blues or oh, I'm in a slump. So I'm really talking about like, you're in a funk and you need like a quick little boost or you need some perspective on it. I just want to clarify that because I think that that's an important distinction. When you can't snap out of it, how do you give yourself a little boost? Yeah. So we are on the other side of the slump now, which is sometimes- You too? Because I was going to ask you next. Well, I had more of like a parenting slump, I guess. I had to break out some parenting books (laughs) to get myself through the summer here. But you did. It's a better week. You know already that summer is a challenging time for you. You know, there was a little bit of raised voices, so we're working on that. And uh, quite a bit of sibling fighting going on, so we're working on that. We're on day one of a better week, so I'm That's happy great. <laughs> That's wonderful. So I am trying to offer you a little bit of perspective to remind you that you know this is a tough time. So the fact that you went to a parenting book instead of, like, throwing your hands up and, like, <laughs> I mean... Well, I can say it took me to the end of the week to get there, but yes... True. I had to break out my, you know, trusty parenting book. (sighs) It helped me just take a breath a little bit. And I think sometimes it's true that when you're in the moment of that slump or just that hard time, it's tricky to be able to say, okay, these are the things that I need to do to get out of it. Sometimes you're just kind of sitting there. So when you're feeling in a slump, we have our five favorite tips to kind of jumpstart you into action, even if you're not feeling like you want to do anything. We're hoping that these pointers help you de-slump with a little jump. The slump we're talking about that we referred to in episode 21 is just a lack of motivation. Right. So this is to get those motivational juices pumping. (laughs) Right, exactly. And I know that I have called you before when I was feeling upset or in a slump and like you have this really great way of reminding me that even if like maybe your emotions aren't telling you you know hey I'm feeling great and I'm motivated you can start taking action to help shift your emotions yes just like we try to teach our kids right you change your actions before your emotions change well actually with kids I'm kind of thinking of the negative side of you know it's okay to be angry but you can't throw things when you're angry so even though you have that feeling your actions have to change that's a good reminder for adults too no it's okay (laughs) so when we tell kids even if you don't want to make amends or you're not feeling like you want to say sorry these are the action steps that you take even if the emotion is not quite there yet you still need to work on making amends with your friend 
or your sibling. So that's our goal for today. And here's my plan. Because even though at this moment, I feel like I'm on the other side of the slump, slumps can happen. And sometimes they're short. So I kid you not, I am going to write out our list. I'm going to put it in a place where I can easily access it. I remember a couple episodes back, you said when you were in the midst of having two toddlers, you needed that list of these are my go-tos. When I'm feeling overwhelmed, uh, here's a list. Did we play with the dolls? Did we read a book? Did we do this? Like, you know, all those things, but you just needed that quick reference point because you were in the thick of it. So I want this list to serve as like, okay, I'm in the thick of it. I'm feeling frustrated or slumpified. I'm going to look at my list and I'm going to pick one of these things. So I declare that my goal. And before you get worried that we have these giant tasks when you're already feeling unmotivated, these are like super teeny tiny things that you can do to start taking that action and make your surroundings feel a little bit better. So put on your upbeat music and we're going to start with number one. There's our own little music for you to get you motivated. <laughs> to get you going. Okay, ready. The first one, I'm a little, I feel like people are going to be like, no, duh. But we're, we're going there anyway because my question for you is, do you have a permanent spot for your keys? Do they have a home? Do you know where they are at this moment? Yes. Perfect. <laughs> You're already done number one. So if your keys don't already have a permanent spot, make them have a permanent spot where they live in your home. And that doesn't mean the bottom of your purse. <laughs> they need to be like a bowl, a hook, a basket that you just always put them there. There you go. You're done with number one. I have a permanent spot for my keys. Thanks to you, I might add, because you encouraged me to do that a long time ago. If that one was too easy for you, this is something that drives me bonkers that I ended up finding a permanent home for. Find a permanent home for your family's drinking glasses. So I made a little tray and everybody has a spot for the drinking glasses so that they're not getting a new one out. There's not glasses all strewn all over my house. <laughs> there you go. I can tell this really bugs you. <laughs> it does. I'll link to that post in case you're curious and finding a spot for your keys is like baby games for you. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, when I'm in a slump, I need baby games. I need like simple. I need like, I have done this. I have a spot for my keys, you know? <laughs> yeah, so that's it. Five minutes tops. You're done. You you get to be done with this list. Let's say one minute. Oh, for the whole list is five minutes. I mean, yeah, you're in a slump. So do one thing, sit back down. <laughs> So the point is, is that it gives you a little mini boost. You have this little checkpoint, this little dot in the midst of the slump when you're like, I've taken an action. I have moved forward in some way. I was productive today. We are fans of celebrating what you can do in this moment. The second tip that we want to point out, number two, is making a donation box. And by making, I more mean find a box, some container. It could be a bag. I like a box because it's open and you can just throw something in. Could just be an area if you don't have extra box or basket lying around. Totally. So I did this recently. You know, you told me that you have a donation box and I just thought that was such a great idea. And in the midst of the slump, I did get a box. It's mine is like a one of those little like plastic milk crates. And I found a spot for it. And now that is going to be my go-to. I think I mentioned that an area where I get stuck is I may say, okay, I know this item is going to leave my home, but 
Where does it go? What should I do? Where do I? Now it goes in the donation box. That's not the step for this moment. Now I just know there's a spot where this goes. I don't know. That felt good because I was finding a place for something that is going to continue to serve me in my quest to get organized. And if you already have a donation box, if you are already one step ahead on this one, the little addendum to this tip would be to take five minutes and look around your house really quick for about 10 things that you can slip into your donation box. Or two. Two things to put in your donation box. 10 is a great number. Nice and even. (laughs) But... Pat yourself on the back, even if you only find two things. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Tip three. If you've heard of Fly Lady before, you have heard of this one. It's her mantra, which is to shine your sink. And that's her number one thing to do. It's true. If you don't do anything else in your kitchen, but just go get your dishes all out, you don't have to wash them. You could stick them into your dishwasher if you have one, but you just remove the dishes and all you work on is making your sink look clean. Your quest, your goal. Yes, just to make your sink clean. Just do a little scrubbing. She does go a little crazy with how much she's asking you to scrub. So you don't have to go that far, but you're just making your sink nice. And sometimes for me, it helps me to pile all the dishes in the sink and just get my counters clear. But maybe that's opposite of what she is asking you to do, but it makes me feel a little motivated. It's funny that you mentioned that because part of our list really is coming out of the things that we were grabbing for when we were in the slum. I actually called Autumn and I said, Autumn, remember when you would listen to Fly Lady and she talked about your sink? What do I do? What do I do to make my sink shine? <laughs> you like told me like, oh, here are a couple things you could do. I did it and I kid you not, I was like grinning and it was just this little boost in my day. I was like, hmm. Yeah. And I was skeptical about a boost from a shiny sink because I don't often think about my sink unless it's full of dishes. It really was this simple little like, oh, look at that. Yes, we are all about simple things with our list today. Number four, ready? Wash your car. I do not mean that you have to go out there with the buckets and the turtle wax and like, (laughs) no, you can go through one of those little $6 machines at the gas station or better yet is those you wash it place where you put in the quarters and then you have to hurry because you have like four minutes to soap and rinse and you like those better than the drive-thru I like it better. Let me tell you. Don't don't, you get all wet? I probably do get a little wet. (laughs) Maybe it's because I get a little burst of exercise combined with sunshine combined with a clean car and you that timer you love that timer. I do because it's like a little race and your competitive streak flared up it's just really it's exciting this is just a little boost and it's quick because it's like five minutes you hop out of your car and you scrub you scrub you scrub okay a little tip that's gonna save you you know because you're on a timer can I give my we're ready for all car wash tips on this podcast okay So you pull up to the self-service car wash, right? Inevitably, there's somebody in the stall ahead of you. While I'm waiting, I collect any trash that I have because they have a little trash can there. So you're productive while you're waiting. Okay, so here's my tip. And somebody is going to say, okay, I've been doing that since 1987, but it, it was revolutionary to me. You're waiting for the person ahead of you to leave. They have just used the soap thing, right? I use the soap that's already on the brush before I put my quarters in. So the time has not started yet. And I use the soapy brush. I know you're supposed to get your car wet first, but I use it on like the tough spots or like on the tire. So you spend like a minute with the soapy brush and then you put your quarters in and you get going. I think that's a great tip. You do not sound appropriately excited. (laughs) 
about Well, I'm not going to that place because I don't feel like getting all wet and sweaty, but I do appreciate the tip because I think it is great and very efficient and right up my cheapskate alley. I'm telling you, step four may not sound exciting, but this has gotten me revved when I'm feeling... A little slumpified. Well, it is exciting after the fact when your car is all nice and clean. It's a simple, in my case, just driving through. <laughs> so this isn't really about car care. It's more about seeing that shiny car sparkle as you drive out of the car wash. You can't help but smile. And sometimes when you're in a slump, that is what you need. Just small things that improve the environment around you that don't take much time. And that's one of them. For tip number five, again, we're going to break out that timer. We're going to set it for 10 minutes. My favorite. It doesn't even have to be Tuesday. It doesn't have to be Tuesday. I do this with my kids. I'll link to a post that I shared all about my favorite ways to get the kids to help you clean up. And one of them is a 10-minute cleanup with a room. You can do this with kids or on your own. might be a little bit more peaceful. And <laughs> you set your timer for 10 minutes. Just doing a quick straightening of the room, putting things where they go, straightening the pillows, and then that's it. And then when the timer goes off, you're done. But you can make it fun with your kids. We do a little baseball type cheer before our 10 minute Tuesday. You do? I didn't know that. What's the cheer? We do our last name. We say go team Nyby. We Do you do the little like hands in the middle? Yeah, we do our hands in the middle. And my nine and 10 year old can't stand it anymore because you know, they're too cool. But luckily I have a three year old. They don't always, but they try sometimes to pretend <laughs> for their little sister. I love it. You know, some days are better than others, but some people call it like a room rescue. You just do a quick little focus on that one room and then you're done and you get to sit down. So those are our five tips to help you de-slump with a jump. And guess what? <laughs> bonus tip. <laughs> I guess we could call it number six, but we're calling it a bonus tip. The bonus tip is ask for help. Sometimes when you're in a slump, just calling a friend and saying, you know what, I'm in a slump. I need some help getting out of it. That could be like, I'm chatting with you while I'm doing my dishes, or you're very good at helping me pick one small thing to do. Like, well, you know what, what if you just take my dog for a walk? Or what if you, like, what's in front of you? Could you just like clean off your coffee table really fast? And then you'd all of a sudden have this great clean surface. You know, you're good at helping me to focus. Sometimes asking for help is really what you need to get that other perspective. Sometimes you're just stuck in your own head, so it helps to hear an outside voice every now and then. So this past weekend, Autumn came. She visited me from beautiful San Diego, and it was so fantastic because I really just appreciated the way that we were able to tackle these projects that... I've been feeling really overwhelmed with and having a buddy there with you to say, nope, we're going to get this done. We can do it was like the perspective that I needed. Yes. You've been slowly working on getting your house in order. And this was kind of like the last big push of those things that you just haven't gotten to yet. And we finished the pile and the whole house is in order now. Well, everything has a place. Almost. <laughs> I've talked about this on the podcast before. So I moved last August. Right before school started. Right. Right before school mm -hmm. started. And I did, you know, tackle projects, but it was really, really nice to get some help on this, this last push. Thank you, Autumn. 
You're welcome. We had fun. We did. We did. And I had these little mini projects and you helped me set some dates for it. So you said, okay, great. Get out your calendar. When are you going to do it? Because it had been on my list. I was like, okay, I think you can donate this. I don't think you are going to take care of this. And you're like, no, no, I'm going to do this project. Okay, well, when? Because you have to put it on the calendar. Otherwise, it's not going to get done. Because yeah. I was ready to see them go and leave your house once and for all. <laughs> But you convinced me that you are going to tackle this project. And so we put the dates on the calendar. When those dates passed, off to uh, Goodwill it goes. It is true. It is true. And, and actually today I was trying to schedule something. I was like, oh, I can't do it on that day because I'm protecting that day. It's I'm really yes. handling it that day. And that's the only way you're going to get it done. So that's great. Also, I personally thought that my Tupperware system of having a shelf and just <laughs> throwing it all in there because I have the same type of Tupperware. It's really easy to grab, but it was everywhere. It was chaotic. I didn't even see Autumn do this. It wasn't until the next day when I opened my cabinet to grab Tupperware. And I'm like, this is so beautiful. I actually texted you and said, I just opened my Tupperware cabinet and it's so functional (laughs) and beautiful and everything has a place. And oh, it's like organized now. Well, you were already doing step number one, right? My favorite rule for Tupperware, which is have all the same type. So you already were doing that. And they're the ones that click together, the Rubbermaid ones. All you needed to do was separate the lids from the containers and then you were set. Yeah, I did that while you were making coffee. It was a joy to organize something that I didn't have to ask you if I could donate it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, say more about that. Well, there was a perfect amount of items in her cabinet. It wasn't like overstuffed or anything like that. Everything in the cabinet you could tell were used and useful. From that point, you're already decluttered. Then you just organize the cabinet so that it is efficient and useful. Just the same way as your drawer with your casserole dishes. That was all ready to go. Yeah, you did tackle that drawer too. Mm Mm-hmm. This is versus when we had a pile of stuff where we're going item by item and I'm trying to convince you of why I need it. <laughs> this you just and got I'm to like, go- where is it going to fit in your house? And this you just got to tackle on your own. So why you made me coffee. So it was perfect. <laughs> And if you ask for help, it doesn't specifically need to be somebody who comes over to help you organize. It can be as simple as a friend who comes over and you guys have coffee and it kind of boosts your energy. Or it could even be a friend to help you with like a a simple project. Are you saying that bonus tips shouldn't be find a friend who's a professional organizer (laughs) invite her to come over for the weekend? Yeah, your bonus tip could be call a professional organizer. I'm sure she'd love to help you. You can find me at spaceforlivingorganizing.com. I also do virtual organizing, or if you're in the San Diego area, I would love to help you. Oh, good plug, good plug. But no, I have a friend and we swap projects. Usually around Christmas time, I come over and help her either bake cookies to give away, or I know she was hosting a party, so I came over and helped with the hors d'oeuvres, the food things, and she came over to my house and I asked her to help me fix my dryer, and she did, so... Yeah, whatever you need help with. Those little projects. And still on my list, I'm going to bring over my photos. I'm going to go through my photos and I'm sure you're going to help me be ruthless with. I sure am. You're (laughs) welcome anytime. Awesome. Even if your friend can't come up and spend the weekend helping you organize, sometimes just calling that friend and saying, hey, I am feeling really stuck right now. I just need to talk to you or, hey, do you have any ideas for how I get out of this slump? Because sometimes that, like I said, that perspective is what you need. And you gave me 
like literally you gave me a new perspective on my house too. (laughs) But I will say compared to other visits where I've helped, this was like the last of the last, right? So it wasn't like I was pushing you to say goodbye to things. You were kind of making your decisions quickly. You didn't labor over anything. It was kind of like, oh no, that can go, that can go, that can go. Once you saw that you had everything you needed, when we started going through these last few things, it was like, no, I don't, I don't need stuff. So it was a pretty quick process in that regard. You started it by saying, as a reminder, you have gone for a year without using this stuff. Yeah, right. So that was a really good reminder because I haven't needed that stuff. You haven't missed it. Yeah, I haven't missed it. But some of it I did decide to keep, but it was easier to make those decisions. We hope that these five tips have been helpful for you if you're feeling a little unmotivated. And we'd love to hear what you do, something that helps you break out of that funk if you're feeling unmotivated. You can share with us at adbpodcast.com. You can leave us a comment right down below in our show notes. Or you can email us at hello at adbpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram, A to B Podcast. And if you don't like any of those options, <laughs> we have a phone number. You can leave us a voicemail. Our phone number is 858-480-SPACE. Or 858-480-7722. And as usual, if you're glad you found us, please let a friend know or leave a review. It's a really helpful way for others to find the podcast. So we're happy that you're listening and we hope that you have a fantastic week. Bye for now. Bye. point is, I, I always say the point is, I, I listen back, I'm like, the point is, the point is, really? What's the point? Because you, you thought you had it a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs>